Here's the thing. A lot of people like to shit talk turkey. Turkey's good. I fuck with yes. turkey. Turkey's yes. delicious. No problems with turkey. No beef with turkey. I don't, I don't know why people say. have beef, uh, why people try to do this ham thing. If you want to do other meats, if you want to do a meatless thing, that's fine. But I don't know why we need to take down the humble, simple turkey. So true. Yeah. Two things. One, oh I do agree that ham is bad. <laughs> ham is a bad meat. It's not, if you're replacing your turkey, it shouldn't be with ham. Uh-huh. Or augmenting the turkey. However, I do think turkey sucks ass. I think if you're... I think people... I, so, I think if someone cooks turkey really well, that's going to be good. But I think turkey is yes. much harder to cook than chicken, for example. I think I agree with that, well, but sure. I also think most in a people. Way tr- that, well, I mean, in a way that makes making a turkey not a worthwhile endeavor in a home. No, I think I think, I think great turkey is like maybe the best meat. Like smoked turkey, especially, is so good. Sure. Yeah, I agree that it's. I certainly at home, I, knock yourself out. I certainly agree that it is a lot more work. I am certainly not going to dispute that making a good chicken is easier than making good turkey. Well, yeah, but that's also just. But a if size people thing. give me the good turkey, a nice like here in Puerto Rico, a nice little turkey with a little bit of gravy on some white rice, maybe do a little platanos on the side. What's better wow. than that? I mean, listen. Here, I'm not saying no one should make a turkey, but here are the things I know: the people in my family who do make turkeys. Do not make a very good job, and I am not willing to step... I do not feel strongly enough about turkey being a necessity that I am willing to step in and be like, I will make sure this is done correctly. I would much rather there just not be turkey. You know, after all this pandemic is done and we can finally break quarantine... When we have the can I kick at Thanksgiving, I'll make a turkey. I'll do, I do a classic, I do a three-day dry ride every Thanksgiving. I do an herb rub, butter under the skin, roast it hot, uncovered, Uh hit it with some foil, roast it a little bit lower. Do you flip the bird at any point? I don't flip flip the bird ever. It's not stuffed either. Okay. Uh, And it comes out, you rest it for as long as you cook it. Yeah. Slice into that bad boy. Yeah. Some juicy turkey. Yeah. Some crispy turkey skin. <laughs> and you got a great Thanksgiving on your hands. Sure. I'm open My, uh, to that. Yeah. My yeah, we we don't usually make a whole turkey anymore because I'm like there's like two people who eat meat now uh-huh. in the household. Sure. sure. Um but we were we were into very into flipping the turkey for a while there. There was a long run of us flipping the turkey every year. Flipping the bird every um, year, which was a lot of fun, I think. Uh-huh. I'm visiting family for Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. And uh they do a deep, deep fried turkey every year. So uh, I've never had the fried variety. I, it is dangerous. I, I've had it I when did, I was a kid. When we would I do was it. younger, at what I one time suggested, like, what if I fried a turkey, and everyone was like, absolutely not. It's so dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the the yeah. fire department every year has to like put out videos about it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. you're, you know, I would imagine if you're doing a dry brand this house, but anyway, I, you know, like well, you don't method, brine a, a I'm like that, that sounds pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, I was the, watching the a video. I was watching a video where he was saying that you should butcher your turkey so you can cook it in parts, and that also makes sense to me. I'd be yeah, open to that. It just makes cooking time I'm just like, quicker. Yeah, I'm just like, I. It's not good enough that I am willing to deal with any of that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. For sure. I just like a wet meat, you know, and, and like a good wet turkey breast. I mean, sure. You know. All right. Get some gravy on there. Oh, gravy's so good. I love gravy. Welcome to Can I Kick It? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my podcast about film festivals. <laughs> My name is Jesse Cap. Happy Shadesgiving, everybody. It is. It's Shadesgiving, Shortsgiving. I'm Jesse Catherine Weber. I'm joined by Andy Gramuga. Colin Atchley. Emilio Diaz. Uh, Sorry, I jumped is... the gun on wishing everyone no, happy sh- I mean, Shadesgiving. That is what it is. It's our new our new favorite tradition. A much better. I had a lot of fun tradition. this year, especially. I think it is oh. a good tradition. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we nailed this election this year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it's back. Last year, of course, we talked about some shorts around Thanksgiving because we were like, if we pick four shorts, that's not going to be any. It, at the most, it's going to be the length of like one movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And uh, I picked Acquaintances of a Lonely John, the Benny Safdie movie. Mm-hmm. I got mad about that one. Yeah, Andy uh, I picked, picked the, the neighbor's, neighbor's window. window. No one was unreasonable about that one. Starring future guest Maria Dizia. I picked hard work. Hard work is hard work. Yeah, yes. great. Jody Mac, great one of my favorites. Uh, you know, a, a bit, the... a bit of controversy. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I did the uh, the Michael Robinson short. Yes, also really good. Um, yeah. Oh, let's get a song title. Um, I don't remember. But um, there was some yard work is hard work controversy, Colin. Well, yes. So when this. we did our famous um, every can I kick it movie ever oh, draft, sure. I forgot on the letterbox list to include the shorts oh, from the shorts giving episode. Right. So yard work is hard work, which was one of my faves that we've covered. I for mean, the show, yeah, on that the list. it probably would have gotten picked. Did. I feel yeah. like I considered picking the Grand Bazaar. I don't recall if I did it or not. And Andy could have picked the neighbor's window. <laughs> I right next to the lines of others. The Grand <laughs> you may have. That's also possible. Maybe. That's true, yeah. That's also a good The only movie. episode my mother's ever listened to, so I'll ask her when I'm over at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did wow. anyone pick the Grand Bazaar? Do you remember? She'll remember. Uh-huh. Um... Oh, I thought you meant last Shades Giving. I was like, she no. should listen to no. this Shades Giving also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she listened to uh, yeah the, our 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 favorite movie draft or whatever. Uh, sure. Let's well, get into it. Or no, sure. there's news. Yeah, there is. There's a little bit of news. Uh, first, we've got podcast favorite Steven Spielberg will be receiving uh, an honorary Golden Bear this year. Uh, I don't yes. get the... Uh, from reading the articles, it doesn't seem like he has ever been to Berlin, though it's possible that at one point there would have just been, like, a movie that came out here and then did Berlin later. 
but yeah, and there's it's gonna be accompanied by a retrospective series, which mm-hmm. you know I'm sure people will right. go to. Is that. it and is it specifically tied to Fablemans? I don't think so. Or is it just like a general? No, I don't think sure. it's tied to that. Uh, they might show it along with other. I mean, as part of the retro, but it's not like. Yes. Fablemans yeah. is going to be part of Berlin no, specifically, no. and we're giving him yeah. an honorary. Yeah, I think I think they they did mention that it's like they're doing it because that's like when the Fablemans is going to release in Germany. Sure, that makes it's sense. like around there. Yeah. Uh, and the other little piece that we've got is that uh, another movie that we mentioned early on in the podcast. That I also don't remember if it made it to the uh, long list or not. Uh, my first film, Zia Anger's uh, performance right. piece that uh, initially was a performance piece that was done live in cinemas. And then we all saw it when she was doing it virtually during the pandemic. Uh, she yeah. has adapted it as uh, a fiction film or fiction film uh, starring Odessa Young. That it seems like, uh, from the tenses used, has been shot, uh, which is cool, so maybe coming soon. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Connor cool. shot yeah. it, uh, who I think has worked on, uh, some of the Anger's music videos. Have they talked stuff. about what sort of form it'll be taking at all? Uh, I mean, it is just a feature film, it looks like. I, I don't... Sure. No. I mean, but yeah, I guess just like I don't. That, I mean, it's such a weird. Um... I don't. I. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's. I. I like. I. There's not a lot necessarily. Like, it about if it is like actively incorporating like any of the like narration stuff that she does, or if sure. that. It, um, the, what, wherever Deadline got their stuff from says that it, uh, past, present, and future converge, so they're, they're, you know, the, the, what the film is is that it's her talking about the experience of, uh, making a, what was supposed to be her first future that was eventually abandoned, uh, and so, like, I, like, that, the performance has, like, her narrate narrating stuff and like footage from the film that she shows. So like I don't know if any of that stuff will make it in or not. Yeah. Uh but like I'll be, you know, excited to see. I don't know if it'll end up at Sundance or it could be like a South by thing. Uh the it's the same uh like production distributor production I think more a production company uh working on it that uh, worked with her on the the performance piece that have also done uh, stuff with Theo Anthony uh, other directors mm-hmm. uh, but so yeah I don't know looking forward to that yeah I would definitely be interested to see mm-hmm. what it is yep yeah for sure yeah yeah, and like having seen some of her short work, like she is, I I do like also think she is a good visual, interesting Still, like, director. I think yeah. she's worked with Ashley Connor on some of that stuff. So yeah, definitely looking forward to it. 
Uh, but yeah, I think we did not discuss which order we're going to talk about the shorts in, but I do think we can probably, do we just want to, I feel like we did chronological last time. Yeah, we just do release order, yeah. Okay. Uh, then that that starts with... With the United States of America, uh, directed by, uh, James Benning and Betty Gordon. Uh, not, I think, again, not a movie that I had seen, uh, in this, I don't, uh, yeah, I've never seen anything by Benning or Gordon, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I just, how did you hear thinking, about it, or, like, oh, I mean, like, they, they both are, like, notable directors, James Benning, yeah, uh, is sure. still, like, doing very similar stuff to that, and, in fact, mm-hmm. made a movie this year that I think premiered it. Berlin that is also called the United States of America that is longer but I think a similar concept and like uh, yeah, he yeah, just I like think a uh, an answer to this film almost or something along those lines sure I mean yeah he just like he has been making like uh films with no dialogue and uh static shots for yeah. uh since this movie basically and Betty Gordon uh, I think, ha- like, had done some other short work, had maybe worked with Benning also before this, uh, and has done, like, other experimental work, but uh, after this, more did, like, did some, like, narrative film uh, or fiction mm-hmm. movies that I haven't seen that is, like, or, or you know, like, feature films that have actors in yeah. them. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of which I think are also supposed to be pretty good. Uh, so it is interesting that it's, like, an artist who stayed very much experimental and one who uh, went vaguely more mainstream. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I uh, was just, I don't know, kind of just, like, what it, I, I am gen- wanted to go older, kind of wanted to go, sure. like, something that's, like, in this sort of uh structuralist mode like i watched yeah. wavelength recently uh but there's not really a michael snow that is like one of his big movies that is short enough to have made sense for this uh so i just mm-hmm. kind of landed on this was also happy to pick something co-directed by a woman uh sure. and yeah i was very pleased with my choice uh the film is uh as I said, it's a series of static shots. Uh, in this case, the shots are all yeah. from the back of the car, and it is just the two mm-hmm. directors, uh, Benning and Gordon, uh, driving from New York to Los Angeles, and it's just a series of shots uh, mm-hmm. with dissolves and sound bridges uh, from that trip. Uh, and the radio yeah. is almost always playing... Uh, so yeah. it is just kind of like a mix pretty... of stuff too. It's not just music. It's also right. like pop yeah. radio. And yeah, news it's and stuff. just like yeah. yeah, they've got all sorts of stuff on. They net there. There's only like, I don't. I feel like there's like stuff where there was sporting news. I was a little surprised that there was never like they are listening to a sports game. That feels like it would. Yeah, that's a there's genre like, that uh... it was missed out on. There's but one anyway. part where they're like reporting on a golf score. Yeah. And there's, like, a um, football score at one point, too, I think. Yeah. Or it's, not like, maybe yeah. even a halftime show. But, yeah, I don't know. I just... 
uh, was very taken with it. I think it is, you know, there is no dialogue in it, but you are hearing this stuff that's on the radio. And, like, the radio mm -hmm. does serve, I think, several purposes, because, like, I don't know necessarily like know most of the cities that they drive through right. like by look other yeah. than like when they are driving that you know you can see they're driving up to st louis when you see the arch right. yeah mm -hmm. but like gent like i i don't like know what chicago looks like uh and then i guess las vegas is the other one where you're like I guess that's probably sure. Las Vegas. I mean, when they but get anyway. to Hollywood too, like all those trees and stuff at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant the ones in the middle, the 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 oh, Los sure. Angeles yeah. ones. I was like, right. and New York. I yeah. was like, I know what Los right. Angeles and New York look like because I've been to those sure. places. Yeah, yeah. Fly over uh, more like drive yeah. through. <laughs> you know, I'm... uh But anyway, uh, but then there is also just like some of this stuff on the radio is just like very funny i mean like the my, my favorite sure. one is the one where they're in wisconsin i guess and it says america is coming to wisconsin and it was it was made like right before the sure. uh bicentennial so i was like what's this about yeah. and then they start right. playing horse with no name it's like oh they just mean america the band uh yeah. sure so um, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a report on Patty Hearst at one point that was right. Yes, that was really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to hear. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a part where they're like you hear a sermon playing. Yeah, it's like some you know. Mm -hmm. There's an ad for laxatives, I think. Sure. Yeah. And you get a uh, loving you twice. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, like five times. <laughs> they played a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Right. It it's, is a, like it's a funny little callback. Right, and it is just like wild to be like, oh yeah, these songs were all. Most of the songs you're hearing were like new songs. Well, yeah, you're just like listening to top forty radio. They're playing yeah. the same songs over and over sure, and over yeah. again. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I, I said this but, on Letterboxd. You know, some of them are like the Rolling Stones or Bob Dylan. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, I said this on Letterbox that like, I've gone on road trips a lot in my life, um, uh -huh. but especially like I've had these two cross country road trips where I, my family and I mm -hmm. drove from Alaska or uh, sorry uh, Alabama mm -hmm. up to Alaska, and then we also drove from Alaska down to Texas, and it's just uh -huh. like being in a car for that long. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's a very like. It was a really oddly uh, comforting watch. Like, it reminded me of just, like, being in this, like, space because I was always, like, in the back seat. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And just, like, the, the uh, especially, like, at the time, like, when we first drove up, it was, like, still pretty early in, like, headphone, like, iPod sort of, uh -huh. like, takeover. Uh -huh. Where I just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah where right. I would, we would, like, listen to the radio for a lot of the time. And, like, yeah. Just sit in silence as the radio plays, sure. um, but it is just like that 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 feeling. They really, uh, it, it really like lulls you. The sort of rhythm, yeah. the, uh, the 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 dissolving rather than like sharp cuts. Really, uh -huh. mm -hmm. like glides everything along. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. I yeah have been meaning to get into James Benning for a while. Yes, um, and this was just like. Uh, everything that I had basically been building up to, like, what I have expected from what I hear about it, mm -hmm. I was, like, given, basically. Yeah. And uh, it's just, like, uh, incredibly... Uh, it just, like, a, it's, like, a genius idea. Like, and it works perfectly. Like, yeah. I was just, like, this is everything that I, I need, basically. And I was very surprised. And, 
or not surprised, but just very uh, excited that it panned out that way. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I think like, um, like you're saying, the sort of way that it just will, you know, uh, it, it's, it's just like the camera is static and it's showing them from the back, and they you just see as the scenes go by, they mm-hmm. alternate driving and like yeah, you know, right. there's a great. You see part, them switch um, like once. Yeah, yeah, like um, the, the the switch over. Yeah. Um, there's that one great moment where they're like at a McDonald's drive-in or like yes. parked and eating. And then, uh, right. yeah, it's just a lot of like, it also yeah. just it, being the time that it is, it is a great like mm-hmm. thing to just have all these th- right. moments that yes. you can pick from on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, uh, yeah. all the footage they have, they must've just had a gr- like, a, like a breath of choices. Just like yeah, pick, totally. picking all the best moments yeah. and they, they, they nail it. Um, like I, you saying the, the, uh, America, with and they just start playing "Course with No Name." There's like yeah. a great bit where they start. They're like talking about uh, Vietnam, and they start playing like "Smoke on the Water" or something. It's like <laughs> yes. some like what feels like an on the nose needle drop, but it is just like the perfect reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. I think. I think the thing that my impression has come into Benning's work later is that I think. Most of his films, uh, the shots are also all of the same length, which is, like, roughly true here, but not exactly. Exactly. Like, there's a shot that, um, where they're sitting behind a train, and, like, I could feel that, like, that one was going on a lot longer than the rest of them. They are all, they're all pretty short. Like, I think they're all, even that one, I think they're probably all under a minute. Uh, and the sure, so yeah. what I did re- what the new one is is um, it's that it, most of his movies uh, since this have been features and so the United States of America is fifty two minute long shots that are all that are one in each state alphabetically yeah so it's like a more I guess complete version of this mm-hmm. uh, where rather than like moving through the country spatially they are just like kind of moving through the states um yeah and like i know he's done like train movies which i would maybe yeah, be RR, even more I think excited is a big one. yeah that's why i did uh the california trilogy which is like los el valley centro and sagobi mm-hmm. uh, which is supposed to be like really good yeah uh where it's just like you know los angeles then like the sort of Valley area, and then in Sagobi, yeah. it's like and the he's, California wilderness. Yeah, and there's some that I think maybe aren't just like landscape stuff. Like I know he did one about Leonard Cohen a few years ago. Yeah, I feel like there's maybe he maybe did a Unabomber movie. I want to say, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. Speaking I of Thanksgiving, boy, I am definitely <laughs> into watching more Benning now. And, like, also, yeah. I am curious what Betty Gordon's, uh, mm-hmm. I think Variety is the name of her most well-known feature, which, uh, so I think we can post where we saw most of these movies, but, uh, yes. this movie is on what I, it looks like it is just her Vimeo, and there are, she, <laughs> if it is hers, she does just have, like, some of her features on it with like the file names as the titles. Uh, sure. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, that's 
so variety i like people it is a movie that like people have seen and liked it's an interesting cast uh luis guzman is in it in 1983 will Patton is in it nan Whoa. golden is in it spalding Whoa. gray uh yeah these people are also cool because i know like Chantal ackerman worked with binning and gordon also mm-hmm. that makes sense it's just like all the coolest people hanging out together. <laughs> oh, and that, looking uh, at reviews, I can see that uh, Tom DeCillo did the uh, cinematography for Variety, who I think worked on some Jarmish movies and then also directed uh, Living in Oblivion with Steve Buscemi, which is a really fun movie. John Lurie also did the score. So yeah, it definitely sure. is like, you know, she's in that kind of mode. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, yeah. I just to talk a little bit about my experience. I like. I had no idea what to expect mm-hmm. out of this at all. Uh-huh. Like, I did not know. Like, especially because it was just a Vimeo link without like any like <laughs> right, yeah. text or context posted. other than the yes. title. Yeah, like, and I just like threw it up on the TV and was like, oh, interesting. Like, I wonder where we're going or whatever. And then it was just like, oh, this is just, this is just <laughs> what it is. It's like it's gonna keep going, which does like. You know, it, uh-huh. it really is like that that thing that you can do with a short film where there's like not really character or anything where like uh-huh. I, at least me, my mind, who is so like oriented towards like thinking about like sure. structure and character and stuff like I start to like uh-huh. build stuff out of not, not much. Right. Like mm-hmm. thinking about the moment yes. where they like do a U-turn in the desert or whatever. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, that's like so huge. I'm like, what happened? What's going on? Why are they yeah. doing this? Yeah, I'm absolutely. like, you don't get any explanation yeah. or whatever. Um, the the Similarly, the moment where you do see them switch spots um, and, and trade swap who's driving is like really interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, tracking a little bit of like what's in the backseat. Like the rig is like really steady and like really strong. Like uh-huh. at, at times I was like, is this just a like a green screen or rear projection or something like the way that like the the way that it is so steady like i was like yeah this doesn't really this feels like it is like not there's something more here to like right how they set i it up for i assume reason. they must have like mounted it in some way to yeah. yeah the backseat of the car um, but yeah and it's a it, it is a good view it's a good i loved uh thinking about like oh wow those like windshield wipers are really like bendy and swishy and yeah. what, or whatever um uh, they are in a lot of different cool environments and yeah. And like, yeah, put it slowly putting it together. Like, Oh, they're going across the country, coast uh-huh. to coast, that sort of thing. Yeah. That's why it's called the United States of America. It's just like a fun experience mm-hmm. to have for, yeah. And it's like, you know, 26 or 27 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, it, and it is also just like, yeah, it's a, other than being like indestructurist film, this is just like a cool thing to do with that. And that like, I have never driven coast to coast, and prob- I probably wouldn't do it sure. via car, because I don't drive, though would love to do a train coast to coast someday. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, like, cool to see that. And, like, I... It is, like, a thing where, like, I think this... Th- it is much more palatable because of the length. I probably would sit in the theater and watch two hours of oh. this. yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, not sure I would go there. Sure. Uh, I guess I've never tried any of those like slow cinema like or, or like trains or whatever those train TV shows <laughs> whatever that they show in Europe where it's just like the whole route of a train. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I want to come back to trains, uh, but I do want to hear what we will come back to trains. That's right. So true. Uh, So we can talk about it then, (laughs) multiple uh times. It's a train heavy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Amelia. Amelia. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's like a very sleepy. uh, It's ASMR. I guess it's a. It's very lulling. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched Badlands recently, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. that sort of seventies picture of the American plane, and just like mm-hmm. how empty it can be when you're just driving out there, and it's just like how sort of disconnected you can feel while also be part of something. And I don't know, it's compelling. It's pretty. It's good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do also wonder. Like, I don't know what type of camera they were using. I. Have I, I, it's too early for them right. to have been shooting it on video, so I assume it must yeah. have been some yeah. type of film camera. Uh, the, That's, yeah. the the transfer, my it, it is like the the Vimeo is, has a 1080p, but what it my guess of what it is is it is a high definition transfer of a VHS. Uh, so yes. like it, I think it looks fine like it's better than a low definition transfer of a vhs would be sure but like i know criterion yeah. channel had it at one point they had it last not... year i think yeah or maybe earlier this year i don't know um, if that was this same transfer or if there is a better transfer that is floating around but just not streaming right now sure yeah yeah I'll also say that uh, in doing reading for my pick, James uh-huh. Benning's RR did come up a lot. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a thing, like you're saying, though, Amelia, sort of the emptiness of a plane, like driving through. And even like Jesse's saying, like how unrecognizable, like not even just to her, not like recognizing landmarks or anything, but a lot mm-hmm. of it is just like so samey and right. like. Uh, especially like when you're out in like farm country or something, or like mm. the scene where they, uh, I think it's it's either the U-turn scene or a different scene where they're turning around and there's all the animals. Um, there's this crazy thing that happened when we, my family and I, were driving to Alaska, where we're in, uh, we drove through Edmonton uh, in Alberta, Canada, and we're going like up to Alaska from there, so we're in like the backwoods of in between uh, Canada and Alaska. And we get stopped on this like long stretch of road. Cause a herd of Buffalo are crossing or a herd wow. of bison. Uh, and it was just like the craziest thing. And yeah. then, um, but it's just like having that. Uh, I, I also wonder what their rig is in the back. Cause like, obviously if it's film and you're having to reload the camera that often, I feel like it would be impossible. If not just like, so right. They dr- right. Are they doing it constantly, or are they choosing like, their moments? If it is something like, yeah. more like yeah. proto digital, proto video, what they're able to record on? Yeah. Um, I'm I guess sure I, there I, I, be, I, I Yeah, I did not do any research. I'm sure there is information out there about how An they answer, shot yeah. it. But I mean, yeah. if it was shot, I would love to see a print of it. I feel like that would be. Yeah. Talk about lowly. Talk about sleepy. That would be so yeah. comforting. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, like it is like yeah. it's sleepy to an extent that like frequently one of them is asleep. So one's asleep. The I mean the fact that no one's talking really. Yeah. Just lets you settle in. There's this thing. Sorry to go on another tangent, but there is a um, the John Carpenter movie The Fog. Uh, on YouTube, you can listen to a playlist 
that is or uh, 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 a video that is just um, the sort of smooth jazz that they play in the movie The Fog, split up by these radio announcements uh, from the movie, and it's just like this very comforting thing of just hearing this quiet radio, and uh, mm-hmm. that's like obviously playing such a big part in uh, the movie. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think I weirdly think about all the time is like how it must feel to like feel like you're discovering a new place because that sure. is like a yeah. thing that mm-hmm. is almost of like a bygone era. Like people don't really do that anymore. We kind of f- saw it all, but there is yeah. something about just like the loneliness of car travel in the middle of just like middle of nowhere America of just being like. Mm-hmm. We might be the only two people for like fifty miles. Yes, it is a it, crazy we, feeling. For we sure. exist in a time ex- and space, just like apart from anybody else and anything that, especially like in the seventies, obviously before like cell phones or whatever. Well, yeah, even just, then, like, yeah. Where it's just like, whatever happens right now is the thing that just happened to us. This is a thing we are experiencing. This is just like a weirdly pure form of existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. And also, I will say the cut, the, the you do see the St. Louis Arch, and then that's the next cut is them at McDonald's under the Golden Arches. Sure, uh, yeah. I mean, I they, they have a lot of fun like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, especially with what they are able to do with the radio, there's a lot of uh, yes. <laughs> what feel like jokes. Um, yes. All right. So then, Are we ready to move on? I think so. I believe so. I think next is Wrong Trousers, This right? is mine, yes. Yeah. The Wrong Trousers. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Nick Park, uh, famous uh, Ardman animation, right? Mm-hmm. Famous Claymation Studio. Uh, this is the second Wallace and Gromit short. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, um, uh, A Grand Day Out, where they go to the moon to get cheese. But I feel wow. like this one... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, which establishes a lot of like the walls of Gromit lore, like about right. how like tech techy it is and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, but I feel like yeah. Go ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like I have seen that one. That sounds familiar. I assumed sure. I had seen this, and I do not think I have. Really yeah, that happened to me. As yeah. Well. yeah. So like I have. I had also not seen it. That's I mean, crazy. Because like I definitely that, saw crazy thing where is. I, def- I, I definitely yeah. saw Where Rabbit, and I definitely saw sure. at least one of the other shorts, but this one was not yeah. familiar. Okay. I have a vague memory of watching Wallace and Gromit on like Cartoon Network as a kid, but sure. I will say when I watched this, I was like, "Holy shit, Wallace talks!" I did not. I thought, <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh I my god, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, he's so yes, fa- he talks so thought. much. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a lot to deal with. I he's think. a real chatterbox. Yeah, uh, we, um, I mean, I was watching this in a voice call with Cullen and some other people, and so it was like I forgot what the premise of Wallace and Gromit was, and Cullen was like, "Yeah, that Wallace." is a dumb idiot. Yeah. He's like oblivious. That's I, I believe I just called him a dumb asshole. Dumb <laughs> asshole. That is what you said. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, so I mean, the first one establishes this, but this is like, but that's just sort of like 
they're like doing a thing and they like accomplish it and it's like complicated uh-huh. to do but there's like sure. but this one has an antagonist right oh, and so buddy boy does it <laughs> well this, so this uh, is the thing this is the only episode i feel like that's ever gonna happen where andy yeah. chooses the most gun heavy movie <laughs> <laughs> I think you can say where Andy chooses the best movie. <laughs> when he pulls out the gun, it is very funny. It's, so it's funny. like, oh, yeah. we're doing a gun now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this it's the second short, as I said, and it, it does sort of like add a lot of stuff to the walls and grommet mythos. Like these were like there's so there's like the three classic shorts, and then one that came out in like 2009. So uh-huh. Yes, it's a run. A matter like of loaf and death like is what the, the 2008 one is called. And then they did Curse of the Were Rabbit, and then they put out one more short. And that, yeah, and there's uh-huh. also like there's some like one to two, one to three minute like short collections where they mm-hmm. like it's a Rube Goldberg thing that they made or what? Like there's like that sure. sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but like the main like yeah. The main narrative stuff with Walls and Gromit are these are the four shorts and the feature mm-hmm. uh, Curse of the Were Rabbit. Um, and the, the three, the three original shorts was a classic. I don't remember if it was a get it from the library or like classic, like we can fill out our four for four at the movie rental place with this again. Mm -hmm. Like it was a classic, like we didn't own it, but it was Uh something that we would like rent a lot and, or borrow a lot. And like, it was always good to like be able to throw on. So I've seen it like a lot of times and like all three of them together and that sort of thing. Yeah, like, um, I I remember that we, like, had a family friend who had the box with the box, the DVD or whatever with the three original yeah. shorts. And yeah, I just, like, I assumed I had watched it at their house at some point, and I guess I had not right. seen all of them. But yeah, but it's yeah. a lot yeah, of fun. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like Cartoon Network would just air them sometimes. But I also sure. watched Chicken Run a lot as a, a lot as a kid. Sure, yeah, Chicken yeah. Run, yeah, huge. Chicken Run, huge, obviously. Chicken Run and uh, Were Rabbit. Um, I, th- I I definitely saw Chicken Run. I think when Were Rabbit came out, I was like, I'm too old for this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I definitely like Chicken Run. I was prime. Yeah, age. We were um, we were very I, I, pumped I, I, for Were Rabbit. We mm-hmm. saw it in the theater. Where I, also my I, I had. I, yeah, I had a younger sister who watched a lot of Disney Channel, and they would play the Shaun the Sheep shorts when I was like. So, yeah, sure. I've never seen any Shaun the Sheep. Yeah, I have not seen as well. I've seen both the Shaun the Sheep movies, but I have not First seen First Shaun the Sheep movie, Slappy. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're good. Uh, and those ones, those are the ones that have no talking in them. There's no yeah. dialogue in any of those. They just, like, when when there are people, they just, like, do, like, Charlie, almost Charlie Brown, like, blah, 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 mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Almost um, Charlie Puth. <laughs> yeah. But so this, this movie uh, premiered at Venice. Uh, it mm-hmm. was like a big, uh, and it like was huge. Like it was like people were uh-huh. like ready for Walls and Gromit. It, um, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, uh, how can you not be? Like how I can mean, you see this and not be like, give me eight million of these? Right, that's the thing. <laughs> Except they take like fucking five. Well, yeah, I mean, thirty minutes of the most like intricate claymation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like it premiered on like in the UK, like it airs on Christmas or whatever. Like it's one of those mm. like sort of mm-hmm. like. And I feel like every year, whenever I go to the um, the animated shorts for the Oscars, there's always either in the inclusion or like just outside in one of the like because they have to fill it out for the animated because they're always mm-hmm. really really short. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll so they'll throw in some extra shorts. Like there's always like a a 25 minute British thing animated sure. thing that is like 
some Red Bull you, commercial. You're like, oh, this was a Christmas special or whatever that like yeah, 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 involves yeah. like, you know, a, a heffalump or whatever. Like I mean, something like that, right? Like, yeah, has friends or whatever. Um, a guy who has friends. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, like a creature who has... Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. I'm giving you a hard um, time. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so this was the one... I always remember this one because of its villain. Mm -hmm. uh, Feathers McGraw. Uh -huh. uh, a a, a so little cool. penguin who has yep. a little rubber mask that he sometimes wears as a hat. To well, it's not a mask. <laughs> it's like a rubber, a red rubber glove that he puts on his head and everyone is convinced he's a chicken. Yeah. Uh -huh. it's, it's great. It's so good. Uh -huh. <laughs> Everything yeah. this guy did, I laughed so hard. Yeah. There's a moment, it's the hardest I've laughed in a while, where after the penguin moves in and is trying to, uh, you know, make Wallace like him more than Gromit, mm -hmm. and Gromit is going to get the paper to deliver it to Wallace, <laughs> and the penguin sprints around. You hear, like, the footsteps. Like, yeah. He sprints around and grabs the paper before Wallace can. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this, it's, and it, I mean, so there's a plot here. So it starts with, uh, it's uh, Gromit's birthday. Uh, yeah. And which he's worried Wallace has forgotten. Uh, and, but Wallace, Wallace gets up with his, like, contraptions or whatever, where he, like, slides down into his. He's like uh, Matthew Modine and uh, Married right? to the Mob. And, like, yeah, and then, the, like, the toast pops and the, gel, and the jam, like, mm -hmm. springs across the room and whatever. Lands um, on the bread. And Gromit is, is continually more annoyed that it seems like Wallace has forgotten his birthday. But then it turns out he hasn't, uh, although he did spend too much money on these mechanical trousers yeah. that can take Gromit for a walk. Which is very funny, because Gromit is so self-sufficient and, like, mm -hmm. it, yeah. Um, yeah, he keeps saying so, walkies. Right, yeah, walkies. He's like, I'll, I'll give you walkies. Big phrase in my house whenever we own a dog. Is, <laughs> That's very funny. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. um, um, big growing up phrase for sure. Um, uh, yeah, so like the the gift's kind of a dud, but they still have these mechanical pants around the trousers. Um, yeah, uh, Gromit gets in them to help like paint at one point which is really really cool yes that's um, what that's like uh, what establishes that they can walk on walls in the same right, way that they have like suction powers mm -hmm. um but because they spent so much money and they have the bills due they have to take in a uh uh tenant what's the a tenant yes a uh um, a lodger. Yeah, so they have a room for let. A lodger, goes, right. I have to let the room. Right, yes, exactly. Very British. Where, and like, so this penguin shows up and he's like, doesn't talk and they're going to let the room to him. And it's very British where it's like, oh, and you'll get breakfast every day and it's $20 a month or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I feel like nine. I feel like 90% of British movies are about a person who can't afford to live in the saddest apartment of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um,. And it turns out this penguin is a criminal. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, first, so he gets in, he takes the room, right. he takes Wallace and Gromit's room. Right, he Gromit's takes Gromit's his own. Room. Right, he, like, start the room with all the bone wallpaper. He's like, yeah. I like yeah. this bed. And, like, just, like, and Wallace is too much of a pushover to say anything <laughs> about it. Yeah. Um, Swift up captain. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Gromit can't do anything, so Gromit ends up spending a lot more time out, like, in his doghouse, which is very well, sad. Well, because the penguin's playing music so loud. Yes. Yeah. You find even out that the penguin's not, not even there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. turns the music on and leaves. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, you see, discover that this penguin is, in fact, this chicken, and is this, this criminal chicken or whatever. And he has hatched this plan to use, uh, to, to put Wallace in the trousers, yes. send him out for an extremely uh, energetic walk where he's, like, jumping <laughs> uh-huh. above the rooftops of, London, of whatever little town in England they live in or whatever. Uh, you know, so it's funny you bring it up, Andy. I looked it up. Yeah. Um, they are in Yorkshire. Oh, sure. Mm. And uh, he, there was something I looked up and I was like, where's Wallace's accent from? Uh, and they said that it's like Wigan, like Wigan Kebab. <laughs> um, Smack Wigan. Barn Bay, or Smack Barn Pay Wet. <laughs> okay. It's a Wigan Kebab. Are you not excited? <laughs> no. That doesn't mean anything to me. You're not you don't know Smack Barn Pay Wet? I know that you, that's a thing you say a lot, but I don't care about it. <laughs> you sure. need to watch Smack Barn Pay Wet. You'll, you'll I, change yeah, your I've mind. I've seen when... it. Little mini special presentation in the middle of the episode. <laughs> Watch the Smack Barn Pay Wet video. Wagon Kebab. Yeah. It's a Wagon Akimbo. I got a Wagon Kebab and the Smack Barn Pay Wet. He's About like, this dead. is more pay, with, more pay than wet. Yeah. He's like, no, that's what I call a buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a great video. Yeah. Um, but at, anyway, Wallace is so tired out by this, he falls immediately asleep without getting out of the trousers. And yeah. then the uh, penguin uses this to his advantage. He puts a helmet on Wallace. He has him walk over to the museum or whatever where the, the there's a diamond. It's like a, a diamond is being yeah, yeah. held. Uses the suction uh, function on the, the trousers. Has Wallace break in. Uses the helmet to try to steal the diamond. Uh, and then eventually um, uh, Gromit saves the day, right? Well, they, they, yeah. they trigger the alarm oh, and sure. uh, have yes. to sort of make a break for it. Wallace wakes up. Yeah. He speeds up the trousers so he runs home. Right, and then the penguin right. locks him in the wardrobe. Right, and, and this is the point, right, where the he diamond. brandishes the gun. Right, yes. like Wallace, Wallace like tries <laughs> to use like a little homemade or whatever adventure like thing, and then he's just like, "Oh, I have a gun," and then yes. so they both yeah. end up in the thing. Uh, eventually, they break out, and there's this incredible sequence uh, with the miniature train, train. Yes. Um, which eventually requires uh, Gromit to be building track yes. as they are running. Uh, yeah. Which is so cool and so yes. fun and so wild, um, and eventually they they capture him and he gets uh, incarcerated at a zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. they, yeah, it's a, it's a great little chase sequence. I think it the the whole movie itself is like, or, or it, it looks so good. Obviously, like the animation is top notch. Yeah, but even just like, uh, there's like great shots, great like. Visual movement, especially in the in the the, uh, the train chase, there's like a great like pan or whip pan around. Yeah. Um. The music is really really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh. One of the friends that we watched it with evoked the sort of Hitchcocky feeling. Uh. That that it gives you, especially. I mean, it's like the wrong trousers. Um. Obviously, playing off of the wrong man. Sure. And. Uh, but I mean, and there's like one of my favorite shots of the penguin is he puts the rubber glove on his head and rubs right. his hands through his hair. The best, the it's very so best. funny. I mean, the thing is hilarious. Also, there's so many great yeah. jokes. Um, uh, yeah, and my my favorite little bit of animation is always whenever any of them does the, like the little fingers thing when they're about yeah, to like, like eat or whatever. They mm-hmm. like wiggle their fingers because yeah. like Ooh, I'm about to eat some jam or cheese uh-huh. or whatever. Um, shots of all breakfast. So nice. 
It is. Yeah. The, the Wallace and Gromit fucking love cheese. I know. Like, the cheese, you I gotta know, watch yeah. all the Wallace and Gromit shows. Oh, yeah, this was the, that was the thing that I felt like I knew about them, was that they love cheese. Yes. And that that's the first, that's what the first short really establishes. Yeah, it yeah. didn't come much into play until the end, when they eat some right. cheese. I like when Wallace is blow-drying his ears. Yeah, the mm. blow-drying of the bald head is really funny. Um, yeah. I like when he's doing the heist and he needs to get over that last laser and he like waits for him to like yawn or whatever and right yeah forward. Uh, forward. that's great i yeah i love when he has the the um the trousers walk over to the window and the window like flips out so now he's on the outside that's really great yeah i feel um, like i couldn't tell how well we were synced because like we were laughing out of sync but i think it was just because like a funny thing happens like every other second sure yeah um, but yeah, I think it's really great. Um, they're like the, the shorts collection is all on Amazon prime right now. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think, I think maybe even some of the other ones, like the, like they're like creature comforts or what, like there's like, there's like other little series that they're in or whatever. Then I think that those are like under separate ones, but the four shorts mm-hmm. are just what? all under one collection on Amazon that you can just watch. What's the caveman movie they made? Early, oh, man. early man with Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, you should check that out one out, Amelia, because it's mostly about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, I, knew that, I, I knew it had some sports angle to it. Yeah, it's mostly like they're cavemen and then they invent soccer, and then it's just about with soccer. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, yeah, he plays Doug. Great. Yeah. Well, I like Timothy Small plays Chief Bobnar. Sure, that's pretty good. Whoa, Mary Margolis is Queen Kofifa. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Oh, sorry, Ufifa. Excuse me. Sure. I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Kofifi. <laughs> um, All right. Gromit's cool. I yep. want to slap Wallace on his dumb head. <laughs> yeah, Wallace sucks. <laughs> he really is just like. I guess he means well, but I mean. It's a classic, you know, John Arbuckle. Sure. Uh, Doesn't know how an, good he's got. Inept it. owner. <laughs> right. Yeah. Doesn't realize what a special guy he owns. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Gromit rules. <laughs> Wallace. Yeah. I mean, he just he gives him like a bad gift and is like, now I don't have to walk you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So rude. <laughs> right. And what's he just the first? To what's the and first getting, like, gift he gives him? Uh, it's a caller in Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, that yeah, he's he's like, which he's, he's also not crazy. thrilled about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what have we been doing our whole time? <laughs> um, apparently, we went to the moon together. <laughs> Grummet's reading Plato. Yeah, yeah, that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of. Um, when uh, he's in his doghouse, the books are like. One of them is called Sheep 2. They're all like textbooks. That's another good bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Electronics the, for Dogs yeah, is the book uh-huh. that the penguin takes to make the trousers go wrong. Yeah. Right. He's reading, like, something by Pluto instead of Plato at one point. Yeah, we That's said really this, good. yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Pluto's yeah. the he Republic. Loves the, he, yeah. yeah. He loves to read the paper. He's so, he, yeah. like, he just, he just wants to read the paper. I believe at one point one Wallace of the stories is, in the paper was Dog Reads Paper. That's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's also, like... 
like you could say Gromit's the brains of the operation, but he seems like he's also the muscle and <laughs> yeah, the yeah. The operation. He's, every, right. he's the only competent part of the operation. I guess Wallace is like guess, the ideas man. Right, I was like, gonna say like, like it seems like Gromit is often the one who's like executing these the buttons on these machines. I guess Wallace is the one who builds them. Right, or at least comes yeah. up with the ideas for them. Maybe. Um, uh, he's just and like, also obviously hey, he, he my dog. Yeah, he's just like, hey, my dog, wouldn't it be cool if I could not have to get out of bed? It just dropped me into the house, and then the dog just has to figure it out. <laughs> into my pants I like gave me my, yeah. my shirt sleeves. Uh-huh. I like that uh, someone had sent Gromit uh, a birthday card. I, it would never occur to me to send a dog mail. It's true. And at first I was like, why would you do that? But now I'm like, maybe that'd be nice. I don't know yeah. what, I don't know what, which dog I would send mail to. You but... put a treat in there, I think. It's like A+. plus. Like, there's no, sure. no notes. If you, if yeah. How long is that treat going to be in there? In the, the mail? Treat? I guess you could, yeah. Yeah. You you put like a, a I guess they're in a whole dog. Yeah, I guess you could get like a single, well, yeah, like a single use, like wrap thing, maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jason Moore. I'll use an aluminum bag to hold the freaking single-use plastic again on my ass. Jason Momoa? He made aluminum water bottles, Andy. Don't you know about this? And there's a, a, a lobbyist trying to besmirch his name and say a that... Lobbyist? Uh, and people, this is, uh, I can't get into this. Is they this, talk like, about is this like what you're watching on YouTube shorts or all the time? <laughs> how dare you talk about on Who Weekly? Okay. okay. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, this won the Oscar, right? It did win the Oscar. I believe, and Walls of Gromit like won the Oscar like four times. Like I mean, that's this short. I think short. I think the Where first Rabbit. one did. I think the third one did, and Where Rabbit won. I uh-huh. mean, that's like a turkey plus. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, they're basically. I feel like, like after yeah. I feel like after the third one, you have to be like, we're not submitting this anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, the fourth one, the, I believe the fourth short that came out in like two thousand whatever. Did not win, so I don't know if it was like if they did that or not. I'm sure. not sure. I'd have if to it, yeah, uh, yeah. The claymation a bit reminded me. I don't know if you all know. Uh, I don't know if you pronounce it or if it's said mm-hmm. as P E S, but they make these like animated short stop motion sort of where uh, they do cooking, but with like toys and like household objects, basically. Oh. Uh, where they make there's one where they make guacamole and it's like they cut a green golf ball and it looks like a lime and they have like a baseball and they take the wrapping off and it looks like an onion oh sure that i feel like like that was there was an oscar short that was that one year i feel like i think it was the guacamole one and they like guacamole yeah Uh they they just like the way it's edited is very like it it reminds me of wallace and gromit but then it is just like right i was gonna say that that actually sounded like it would be a youtube shorts thing well, sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right, right, yeah. But that I also and it is, yeah, and it is like that classic, yeah, that classic Hardman animation where you like see the thumbprints and stuff. Yeah, it's just so you see the fingerprints nice. on the like, clay. It's like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just like, and like, it's amazing how it, like, 
Gromit doesn't even really have a mouth that no. you see. No. But, like, he's so expressive in his, like, yeah. his eyes and his brow and his ears. They use just, like, yeah. so effectively to communicate, like, exactly what he's thinking mm-hmm. and feeling at all times. It's really, really incredible. Yeah. Great. Yeah, great stuff. It is, yeah. So far, two ten out of 10s. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we want to get into the other claymation one then? Or yeah, well, that's sure, your, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I picked Nikki Lindroth von Bars Mean Borda, which is Swedish for the Burden, mm-hmm. a stop motion musical uh, about uh, capitalist ennui, I guess, right, and sure, uh, yeah. just feeling lonely in the modern world. Uh-huh. Uh, all sung. By little animals, little stop motion mm-hmm. animals. Uh, it played at TIFF and uh, made its way to Directors Fortnite as well. I don't know what the order was. I mean, if it was the same year, obviously TIFF would be later. Uh-huh. Um, but it, um, I'd seen a few other uh, Nikki Lindworth Van Bars. I've seen Tord and Tord and Spa. I, that might not be what it's called, but it's uh, one of our other ones. And they're also. Uh, pretty short, but I, I I do, and they're um those ones aren't musical, uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. or at least not that I recall, sure. um, especially the the spot one. But um, I saw this last year. Um, I think they had all of her stuff on Criterion Channel at some mm-hmm. point, and this is still on there, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh you know this musical it goes from a hotel to a call center. To, oh, we no, sorry, over, to yeah, a, the, uh, the, the like yeah, there's a fast food right, restaurant, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a call yeah. center, um, and then you have, like, a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then everyone all together. Yeah, yeah. they all, they all come back. Um, and I think it's really good. I, uh, yeah. I think it really, like I'm saying, like I was saying earlier, sort of the, uh, just, like, modern loneliness, mm-hmm. uh, Everyone at the beginning, like, is singing about how, um, you know, their skin's too dry yeah. and they're alone in their hotel room because mm-hmm. of this. And, like, the other person's like, I needed peace and quiet from, I, like, can't deal with other people. I need to be by right. myself. Well, and it's, like, um, two very distinct stories at the beginning, right? Where it's, like, sure. you get, like, the one fish who's, like, this is the hotel for lonely people who, like, can't find anyone to Yeah, the sort of the concierge. Or whatever. Right. And so, like, then the first guy's like, yeah, I have just such terrible skin. Like, who could ever love me? I could never find someone. And then the next lady is like, I found, I had someone and they were so fucking annoying that I had to, like, yeah. leave them and come here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted and I wanted that guy's room, but they didn't have it. So I'm in this room. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and it's like, the, yeah, it's... The, especially the, the switch up in musical styles from, like, scene to scene is really interesting. Yeah. It's like... The first one, it's like it's like really droning and like monotone mm-hmm. and like m- not incredibly sing songy. Like they're like delivering sort of uh-huh. dialogues. It it's repetitious yeah. a lot. Like, yes, yeah. And then the next one is like not doesn't have lyrics. It's just like the tap dance thing. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then yeah, I feel the third like one the is real like showbiz one. razzmatazz. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yeah. It is. I did a little bit of like wikipedia research just trying to figure out about the making of it and um she uh said that it was like busby berkeley musicals uh inspired her but then she also was like because at the this came out 2017 and it took Mm -hmm. a few years 
um, to make. Sure. And she was like, I saw La La Land <laughs> and was just like, I don't think you can make a musical like this, uh, you know, set in modern times and have the characters be happy. <laughs> and um, just like the idea of like making this big song and dance musical type thing. Right. But with this sort of, you know, this 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 lean this not you know just sort yeah. of somber i guess yeah um, i mean i was i was really i'm really i you know i like it a lot i was really into the just like oh it's a musical and it's animals and it's stop motion and also it's about the most boring yeah. shit imaginable like that really did it right. for me which i think made the ending feel like almost redundant uh because i'm just like mm-hmm. yeah i get it I don't need them all to be like, yeah. oh, there's such a burden of capitalism well, yeah. or whatever. But, you know, I it you know, there's worse things to be than redundant, even when you're 14 minutes long. Sure, yeah. And then, like, the tap dancing, I think, is really funny because it just mm-hmm. comes together. It's these two little mice yeah. and... Uh, Naked mice. At the no, end, ha- no hair. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing that happens. It, it kind of happens in all of them. But especially, I think, in the call center one, they're like monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Um, where it's like they do the like they do the tap dance, and then they're just like, you know, back to like being sad right. so instantly yeah. after it right. happens. It ends and with then, them like pulling the garbage out and throwing it as confetti. Yeah, to, yeah that's like really a, good. You know, the fish do also just like they look so funny. I love the fish. Yeah, the fish like pointed head upwards, yeah. like little mouse moving. I looked it up. It's um some Swedish comedy band did all the singing, oh, and they um they just pit shifted right. from the different animals. Yeah. Um, That's what it to sort of give like. them distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and then you know you go from that scene uh, of them, you go from the tap dancing to the call center where it's like there are all these monkeys singing the song about like what you can and can't do as like yes. you know like they're doing like their pitch basically right um and, and then like they're like oh the, if you say yes that's a verbal agreement that's binding and you can if they complain yeah. you can apologize but you can never break the binding agreement yes <laughs> and it is just like explaining all these yeah rules um and that one the music is a little more upbeat i would yeah. say yeah. but it is like still it has like these uh, these strings it's it's really uh haunting in its own way but that one has a lot of big dancing as well and sort of like mm-hmm. yeah uh reminiscent of a synchronized swimming type you know a million dollar sure. mermaid type thing uh-huh. where it's like a lot of arms moving in sync um mm-hmm. and then it also you know right. it's the same way where they're just like heads down like back yeah. to work yeah um and then you know it goes from that into this uh grocery store where like all this stuff starts falling off the shelf. Right. Well, the dog the is person... like you. You could the that one is told via narration. The dog's mouth isn't moving. The dog you can hear the narration being like, "Oh, I had a dream that blah blah blah," and then presumably you see the dream. Yeah, and then it's just like everyone, you know, curtain calls singing about yeah. what they would be able to do without this burden on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think good. it's solid. Yeah, I do like I, I, I it, it, it did sort of like vary from song to song, like if, whether how engaged I was, I would say, and I do sort of agree with Jesse that the ending was a little bit like, oh, you didn't really have another 
level <laughs> here. Like it just like you're just sort yeah. of repeating the same thematic area, which like is fine, but like it didn't like yeah. it, it didn't like yeah. send me out on like a wow like yeah sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's like here's the thing. The, I mean, the like, cinematography the very... is gorgeous. Right, the very ending bit where you like see that they're like on not like on a world. It's just like this little city floating in space. Is like kind of interesting, but still not like a great ending necessarily. The cinematography is great. It looks very nice. It like has sort of this depth that helps com- like sell the loneliness of it it does sort of really communicate that feel of just like working at night and feeling mm-hmm. alone in the universe i fucking hated how the music sounds and it really sure, it is very cool. harsh <laughs> mm-hmm. i definitely anticipated this <laughs> i mean it's like a very like odd sounding yeah score yeah. i wouldn't the auto-tune is i mean the auto-tune is like I, I feel like it's more the pitch shift that makes it sound weird than the auto tune. I certainly would not put this music on, but I don't know. It's not. It's not so grating to me that I like can't listen to it for fourteen minutes. I mean, yeah, it was I like almost it. that for me, but which is like <laughs> I feel bad because I do agree that it's like it's communicating the right vibe. Certainly, I have no problem uh-huh. with it, like as a storytelling tool, really. I just struggle to keep my yeah. ears on it. I guess. Sure. Yeah. But it looks mm-hmm. great. I like the tap dancing. The monkey. You might like, like the other ones then. I mean they're not there's there's no dancing, but it is no singing also. Mm-hmm. Take the good spa is always like, animals. I gotta yeah, I gotta look up to make sure it's called spa. Um but it's one where someone is like taking care of a spa and like doing the maintenance on it and mm-hmm punk kids like uh spill chemicals into the pool and everyone has to like get out and mm-hmm. there's like just this big emergency uh sim hall which is bathhouse is what it's called sure. um and uh yeah it's just like these communications and then toward mm-hmm. and toward um is just about someone who moves in and starts spending time with their neighbor. They remind me of the sort of rabbit interstitials on uh, Inland Empire. That's The way that they're animated. Um, hmm. uh, and then also, she uh, the, there was that Netflix movie called like The House that was this uh-huh. animated anthology, yeah. and she she directed one of the segments. Uh, I know, um, but I believe this is her only musical. Hmm. Uh, sure. But yeah, I, I mean the music. It is like. <laughs> it, it, it's an odd sounding score, but I do, I I am able to you know surpass any like not liking of it just because I think it fits so well with the vibe, uh-huh. the, the sort yeah. of cold <laughs> Nordic and like the idea of it just being like these normal people singing, you know, like right, no one would sound good. Also, <laughs> yeah, I do also think like obviously I don't speak the language at all, Swedish, Swedish, yeah, yeah but like. It is very, the lyrics are very clear, which is something I always sure, value yeah. in a musical. It's like, mm. I could really, he- like, especially with the subtitles, like, I could hear when the recognates and stuff, and, uh-huh. like, really was able to track that. Or, or uh-huh. like, hear repeated, yeah. like, like lyrics that were, like, rhyming in interesting ways and that sort of uh-huh. stuff. Like, I do think That's the, the vocals yeah. were very, like, well calibrated in that mm-hmm. sense. You also, Emilio, have the take that, uh, 
you know, you don't like umbrellas of hear Borg music. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I have <laughs> where it is sort of just like I, talking I, I, over. I didn't like have the, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's that. And then I, I also did have the thought of just like, maybe I don't like people just like singing, like not in English, non-melodically. Like, I feel like it's maybe like two levels of distant, too sure. distant for me, <laughs> for me to really connect it. Yeah, there is yeah. like, there's an interesting, like, I mean, maybe interesting that she brought up La La Land. Like, there's an interesting way that it, like, functions as a musical. Because there's never quite, like, a winking element to it. But it is, like... I feel like, especially with the the mice, it's, like, interesting, like, the, the extent to yeah. which, like, they... It seems like one of them realizes that they are about to do a number before the other one does. Right, and then like they sort of snap out of it at the end. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a in a way, and are like, oh well, we gotta like clean this up or whatever. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like yeah, without being like, uh, oh, you can. It, it's without like doing the like stupid like, oh, you can't do a serious musical because it would be ridiculous for everyone to just break out into song. It is like interestingly thinking about like what it means to break out into song and like how that should function. Yeah, yeah, but it 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 looks very nice. All of the establishing shots I really love. Yeah. Like I that sort of weird booty like flying through the air, darkness. Yeah. It is very it just, eerie. Yeah, the, it, it, like the late night like grocery store parking lot vibe. You know, right? Yeah, it yeah. almost mm-hmm. uh, that stuff reminds me of. Um, ugh, I'm gonna get the title wrong. It's like in order to not be here. Um, oh, uh, is it? You've got basically the right words in me. Yeah, it's the words. It's the Deborah the Deborah Stratman movie. Yeah, where it's just like CCTV, uh, you know, security camera footage of this like suburban area and uh, overnight. And it's like the movie is in order not to be here. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it is that same sort of like dark suburban almost uh yes. eerie yeah. level. That's interesting that uh you that you that you compared this one to the the rabbits then cuz I definitely think of Lynch a lot watching the when I first saw this. I Rabbit mean sure movie. that is also yeah. That is very much that vibe of just like yeah. it's that that thing of like what is under, you know, the skin here, yes. what's yeah. below the surface of this area. Um, yeah, and then I guess uh, time to move on to the last one. Yes, Emilio's. Yeah. Yeah, so... Train again. (laughs) Whenever we need to do one of these, I'm like, I don't know where to find short films. I don't (laughs) see short films anywhere. So this time what I decided to do was make, just pay for a movie subscription for a (laughs) month. And then just go on movie being like, I'm sure there's short films on there. I sorted by short film. I watched mm-hmm. like five minutes of a bunch and then I found one that I was actually <laughs> intrigued by. Then I watched sure. the entirety of it, read like five essays, then re- watched like four other movies by the guy. And I'm like, is this guy <laughs> one of my favorite filmmakers? Is this guy one of my favorite filmmakers of all time? So, sure. At what point called- in this process did you tell us to watch the movie? <laughs> um, after I read the essays, I think. Okay, great. Wow. (laughs) So, I mean, I can say, like, I have not seen a Tchaikovsky movie, but I certainly know who he is. And this movie was in, 
wavelength last year and I just like the buses were running like a nightmare and I couldn't make it and then could only see a few of them uh, on the digital platform. So I was very glad to catch up with this and have been curious about him for a while. Uh, but yeah, it, yes. it sounds like you've got a lot of Tchaikovsky background now. Uh, I have some. Uh, so the movie's called Train Again by Peter Tchaikovsky, who is like an Austrian avant-garde mm-hmm. uh, filmmaker. He makes mostly what I guess like people in that sort of scene would call found footage movies in that like he never really uses his own footage. Right. He mostly like takes other footage from other places and uh-huh. like remixes and edits it. Um, but it's interesting how he uses it. Uh, in nineteen in in nineteen ninety nine, he made a movie called The Arrival or Le Arrive. I forget how, what the French. It's Le Arrive, Le Arrive. Yeah, sure. Um, which is basically like a a two minute short that is just him fucking up fit it, footage of uh, a, the arrival of the train at the station. Uh huh. And then where he like does some weird stuff and he makes it to like it almost make, seems like he makes the footage he like reverses two different forms of the uh-huh. footage to make it seem like they crash, and then it cuts to like a random other shot of like a person arriving on the train and they're a couple kissing. Uh huh. So basically, like twenty years later, he decides to make a sort of follow up to this. Sure. That sure. Makes sense called train again inspired by another like experimental filmmaker whose name i forgot who made a movie called tree and then made um, another movie called tree again something Krim. yeah it's something like that yeah kurt kren yeah it's the, who made a film called tree and mm-hmm. then made another movie called tree again so he was inspired he was inspired to make train again which is uh-huh. basically a montage collection of footage of trains from different movies that he sort of and, and not just trains, but also like horses and like bikes oh, and like big all, all their vehicles, <laughs> big wheels to like sort of craft this cinematograph- cinematographic painting of the history of trains and movies and like the different sort of things that they can evoke. And when I watched this movie, I was just like extremely taken by it. I have talked to Colin about this a little bit, but I have very much been struggling to watch movies and especially just like leave my brain and be very captivated by stuff. And this is the thing mm-hmm. that just like a minute in, I was just like, uh-huh. I could watch this for like hours. I could, this is just yes. like extremely compelling to me. Yeah. And uh, I, re- I, I read some of their background. He's like, I watched other movies by him. I watched Le Rive and I watched, uh, what's the other one I watched called? It's called Get Ready, which is basically this just like another one minute short film. There's just like a shot of a family eating dinner. And then it's like an insane car chase through LA that are apparently, uh-huh. I think from the same movie that he just like edits in a reverse order. And it's like, it's a little remix artisty. There is a good Jonathan Rosenbaum piece that talks about like his entire career where he mm-hmm. sort of described like and Michael Szczynski also wrote about him and they both yeah. sort of arrived at this like similar conclusion where it's like Jonathan Rosenbaum's one is funnier because he's like they call this genre found footage but you like yeah. what he does to movies is almost like losing it more than finding it. Like he, <laughs> I, I did. Like, I was curious like, about that because I saw a description where they said found footage, and I'd never seen something like this 
have that label. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think like th- this is sort of more of like what that label means in an experimental avant-garde. Film. Right. I mean, sure. it is like, literally not... he found the footage rather Fine. than yeah. the, the genre. The concept of it being, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. Chronicle. Blair Witch and yeah. 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 And all of his movies, they they like have a similar look. It's like this deep black and white. He always likes uh-huh. fucking with like the edges of the film stripped, and like you can see how it it all gets messed up. Uh, there was an interview with him where he basically is like, "Yeah, I'd rather just always show these in film and they not exist online, but they're gonna exist uh-huh. online anyway. So I give people good copies because that's better than not that people not <laughs> right. viewing them yeah. at all or viewing sure. them in shitty in, in shitty context." And I don't know, I just like saw all of them and I was like, yeah, this is a fascinating thing to do with movies. I like how it, it's all remixed and put together. Yeah. So I think Szynski's specific line is he's like, he called, he, he compares them to Michael Bay. He's just like, yeah, he like, <laughs> as much as he loves, as much as he loves painting these paintings, he also is clearly a guy who just likes seeing it all get fucked up and messed up. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, the, um, I. I was just going to say, like, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh, me and Emilio, when we were talking to Jordan Cronk, like, the, the, the kind of aesthetic that this movie is doing is just, like, something that is always going to visually engage me. It, the flicker stuff yeah. that it does at the beginning. And then it, it, this is also, like, like, I would say, like, a little bit kind of Guy Madden-y in its aesthetic. Yeah, Guy um, Madden speaks very highly of him. That he, makes sense. Like, it's it's yeah. sort of very inspired by him. Mm-hmm. You um, talked about like what he is doing to the film, actually. And I was saying that he like will re-expose it or like reverse expose it and like fucks with the photochemistry of like mm-hmm. using the different things after it's already been processed to re-achieve this look. And it is like so striking. Like I get like how you can be taken in as soon as it starts, basically. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, Jesse, this sort of um, shuddering or, like, strobe effect where it is, like, the train and the horses, the train and the horses, the train and the horses, and that sort of – he he does it throughout the the big end, you know, um, spectacle of this, like, train as there's, like, grain flying and then there's the sparks flying. Uh It's, like, music footage – from uh, Unstoppable, <laughs> um, as it's it uses like, a lot of like, Lone Ranger footage. I think there's some sick oh, Lone Ranger ah. footage. There's <laughs> there's a little bit of uh, The Shining, also I believe. That's you know, he's funny. on the big I wheel. Yeah, the, the Shining, the Shining big wheel thing is just like so funny because he, he just like puts it like in, in like its own world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I it do. Is. I mean, it reminded me because of the horse stuff at the beginning of uh, they're not saying six ways of showing a man getting on a horse that was at New right, York yeah. Film Festival a few years ago. That was it. It. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, the, it, the, I do the... like. There's the bit at the beginning where he has the double exposure of the train and the horse, and it looks like the horse is running on top of the train, and I am like. That image is so cool, and I feel like he does not quite reach that peak. But it is like the whole thing just looks great and looks Ooh. so interesting. When it is like you start seeing, it's just like scraps of film piled on top of each other near the end. Uh-huh. I was very into that. Yeah, um, that's it. Cool. Reminded me of we had just talked about that um, short that was at New York this year, the Salon right. one. Uh huh. Um, Northeast where Quarter. it's also you see like yes, yes, Northeast Quarter, yes. Um, or you see, like, the um, the film leader, like, all throughout and just, like, 
all that sort of yeah. stuff and uh the, the similar way that it is uh compiled i mean the the mods out here it is like and like so I, I will say in terms of salon that like when i uh asked him for a screener of the film he he was similarly shikoski like yeah I, i'm happy for you to see it i wish you could see it on film because that's always how i like for people to see it i mean yeah i could not imagine yeah. seeing this on a print that would be insane yeah I I, yeah, I, I also found. I don't Lor- remember Lawrence- if Tiff had a print or not last year. Uh, yeah, this was what I was saying. Lawrence Garcia wrote a okay. dispatch for Reverse Shot about Tiff, and he says that it was one of two things screened at 35mm okay. at uh-huh. Tiff when they thought that That would be so crazy. My goodness. It would be crazy to watch. That I agree. I, I would be psyched to see yeah. it in a theater. I mean, that's like. That is when it becomes, like, almost less about what it is and just, like, its physical properties where I'm like, how right. is this something that is, that is physically moving where it is still maintaining that image? Mm-hmm. It is so impressive. Yeah, and it's funny because this, he talks, uh, there is also a, like an essay on movie that is uh, himself introducing the movie and what uh-huh. he wanted to do with it. And he mm-hmm. he talks like, I mostly see myself as a narrative filmmaker. Which is, like, if you watch his other shorts like I did, it's sort of true, where it's, like, he mostly uh-huh. just, like, does these weird edits to, like, recontextualize footage and just, like, uh-huh. switch up footage from, like, even specific movies. Like, there's a there's a short of his called Instructions for a Light and Sound Machine that is, like, mostly a re, like, weird re-editing of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm. And another one called uh, Outer Space, which is, like, a re-editing of a weird, like, 80s sci-fi movie that right. he does into, like, a 10-minute Outer short. Outer Space, I feel like, is the one that I, other than this one, have heard of the most. Yeah, Outer Space, there, uh, there is a uh, Peter Strickland essay about his movie, Exqui- about, uh, sure, Classy's uh, Exquisite Corpus, also. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, I've heard of that one. But uh, he, but yeah, in the he's all, but he, with this one he was like, yeah, I'm mostly a narrative filmmaker. But with this one, I was just like, I just wanted to make like sort of a Jackson Pollock painting. I just wanted to throw in a lot of elements, see if like we can find any meaning. And I think I did. Like I think there is stuff about how just like the history of movies and the history of like rolling film and rolling trains and just like all of the different narrative possibilities of just like man defeating train horses defeating trains like the mm-hmm. d- like the destruction they can cause the bringing together that they can cause the like large area that you can traverse with trains and i think it's just like it's compelling i i like got it i i could watch this like i like i am truly probably by the end of this week probably going to watch every single short film he's made cuz like 90% of sure. them are just on movie right now yeah sure. Andy? Yeah, I mean, you know, it is, it is like, yeah, it's... I don't know, This it was interesting because I, like, I marathoned all of them, in, or, or three of them last night, and then I watched The Wrong Treasures this morning. Um, and so this one was the last one I watched, and it was maybe did it a little bit of a disservice. Uh, there was definitely, like, and, and, like, it was, like, right before bed, so I was like... But it sort of works that way, too, where you're, like, a little bit in and out, and there's, like, a lot of there's just a lot of stuff happening, so it's always interesting, like, even if you're not, like, necessarily keeping track of it all. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, just the the stuff with the way that the, like, 
that it is so much about film and like you see the like all the film like hole like the holes on the side and everything and like it is like it's just so blatantly like artificial in that way i do think it's like a really interesting sort of uh aesthetic to hold for for the length of a short like it is um you know it's like you know it's, it's it's Brechtian, right? It's like it's like <laughs> causing you to like think about like your relationship to the artist and and mm -hmm. uh, your 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 position as like consumer audience member, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like and and like the effort that has gone into this and yeah. what like how you as an audience member can or cannot affect that sort of thing, like. In, like especially like you know I think about that in regards to like theater all the time like where you have where you as an audience member have a tremendous power to to affect oh things too much and, almost yeah right and famously like, you can throw a baseball at them <laughs> right almost almost like that like you like it's normal to obsess about the idea of throwing a baseball at at three incredible well just British the concept actors. of it that being an example of like right. <laughs> Of how, right, how you, much right? How much trust yell is something. placed? How much trust is placed in you as an audience member, not to ruin mm -hmm. the experience for yes, everyone else? Yes. Um, and yeah, and it is interesting, like to to then put that sort of that sort of viewing experience into like a home viewing, like streaming on movie. Like I fired up my Roku and was like, I was like, because I'm I was I on watch the, the Weird Al TV. movie again. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Oh. I just, yeah. A couple more Weird Al rounds, and then uh, was like, all right, let's check out these shorts. Um, <laughs> One uh, on mute just to get the visual rhythm. <laughs> sure, yeah. But, like, yeah, how that is, like, you know, I'm in the bedroom. I'm watching on the bedroom TV because I'm, like, it's close to my bedtime or whatever. And but, but and and so and I'm a little sleepy, so I'm going to be a little in and out and that sort of thing. Like, it does really, like, it, 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 it places you in that mindset really well to be, like, to to bring whatever you want to bring to it, right? And sure. to, like, like you as an audience member can really, like, mm -hmm. shape the meaning of this film to well, such a great sure, extent. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like, even like even though you have not really done any of the work, right? The artist sure. has done a tremendous amount of work and, a, like, a tremendous, like, has shaped this, has, has, like, brought so much, but then you as the audience member have so still have so much power and still have, like, so much so much that you do in the instant that you are watching and also, mm -hmm. you know, in this moment afterwards when we're analyzing it. It really is, yeah, it's just like a fast... It, yeah. it gets you going, man. It gets yeah. you going. Well, well, I mean, on the we've, effort. We've gotten to the bottom of what's so exciting about experimental <laughs> film. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, I mean, on the, on the idea of just, like, respecting the effort, all four movies, basically, yeah. you mm -hmm. can apply that to. Yeah. Especially, you know, the binning and the... Walls. Right. And, I mean, to Emilio's point about... Uh, you know, f following up with more watching, I there was one I I forget the title um something uh, regarding dreams, which I was very interested in. Um, Dream work. Yes, yes, I believe that is it. And then like, uh, I I definitely in the future see more Benning and more Nick Park, more Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> I gotta yeah. get every everything else that I. I've seen as part of this. I need more of in my life, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I would say people should watch Get Ready because it's truly like a minute long, and mm -hmm. it's and it's just like yeah, this is cool. It's like a, a cool thing to do. It you know it's just it's talking about reference points for um, Train Again. There's this movie, a short film called uh, 
passage a la act that our friend, um, mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show Jackson, uh, you know, presented to us yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a similar setting. Um, and it's this recut. I don't remember which movie it is. It might be it's, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, and it's just recut footage of, you know, Gregory Peck walking in. And it's almost like, uh, I guess, a YouTube poop where it is just like um, this video of. Uh, the the scene that's like chopped and it's just like repeated over and over and over again. All these like sections of dialogue mm-hmm. just like stacked yeah. on top of each other, and it's a similar like chaotic uh, montage of an existing property like you're yeah. talking about with um, yes. the good, the bad, and the ugly, and yeah, uh, Martin uh, Arnold, the other one the director on that. Yes, yes, would would also recommend that. Uh, very very interesting. So, folks, I think that was Shorts Giving. I think so. Thankful for all of them. Yeah, I'm really thankful for all of them. Uh, And for our shades, which make us all look so cool. We all Mm -hmm. have had sunglasses on the entire time. It's It's true. true. It's Mm -hmm. a wonderful bit to do for this audio medium. Uh Uh, Don't remember how they got connected. I mean... Last year, it literally just was, like, one person had shades, like, I in their I reach, right? I think I put sunglasses right? on, and then Emilio had some near him, yeah, and then I think Jesse also had some near her, right. and then Andy was like, well, hold on, let me get mine. Yeah. And then we, you know, And so now they're inextricably linked for... I don't know if we recorded late at night last time to where it was hard for me to read my notes, but... Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think it was daytime. It, uh, um... I'm very yeah. conscious of my phone reflection in my sunglasses sure. every time I <laughs> stop paying attention to what everyone else is saying. Right, sure. Um, I guess I just have my computer screen in the... Yeah. Your your angle, you sort of weren't glaring like right. I am. But, I guess uh, I have a lot of dark modes on, so that's why I'm not getting too yeah, much reflection in my glasses. I get everything full brightness all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, all four short films streaming... And with your worth your time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll I imagine we'll have tweeted out a roundup giving. of like where to find all. Yeah, of them we can and, like yeah. specific that like an Andy and whatever task like, that Andy likes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andy <laughs> loves telling people where things are streamable. It's <laughs> boy, he's going to capitalize a bunch of movie titles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait for my social presentations. Oh, buddy. <laughs> well, speaking of, should we move on? Yeah. yeah, we can move into it. I can just dive right in if you want to. Hop in, buddy. Uh, it, my special presentation is, of course, um, you or your parents getting a new streaming device so that you have to log into all the apps from <laughs> them or for yourself. Uh, it's so chill and relaxing. It's my favorite thing to do. It's just, like, go from app to app. Add every, like, stupid cable channel that I'm never going to watch and, like, log in on there just, like, because it's so satisfying to, like, go in and be like, you've authenticated your, like, brother's cable login. Congrats. You get full access to this or whatever. Um, I hate it so much. I wasn't sure what I was going to do until, like, three minutes ago when I was like, that's what my special presentation is. Well, I can... I can yeah. say because it happened to a friend recently that another option is you could also reset the uh, sure. the streaming uh, device that you currently have. That's true. You have to have to do a hard reset, factory reset. Yep. Uh-huh. Get all that fun all over again. Maybe next uh-huh. time I'm really down in the dumps, I'll just do a hard reset. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You just change your password every month. 
That's true. I could also change my password. But that, then the problem is, like, my parents or my brother being like, what's going on? Oh, Why sure. was I kicked out or whatever? And then I have to make a special <laughs> trip. But yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah. Smart. Also, shout out to my mom who had her birthday. Who's, her birthday was yesterday as we record. Uh, happy birthday, mom. Love you. Will this be the second uh, episode that Ms. Germuga listens to? This is the Who gift knows? you're getting her, right? I got her a gift. <laughs> An email of the, with a link of this and a jib jab. <laughs> <laughs> you shut the fuck up about jib jab. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's next? Anyone, yeah, I was going to say, anyone else have one off the top? I, I the mean, I can just do the thing I did a couple of weeks ago and say that I think there might be an episode, there may be an episode forthcoming on this. Uh, but I, there's been uh, chatter that I mean I talk, I mentioned when it premiered like oh it's weird that this Peter uh, sorry Peter Andrew Bujelski movie is just like popping up at Tribeca and then like a few people saw it there and were like eh, I don't know it's kind of interesting and then like I feel like the thing has just been like oh it's like really experimental and it's like kind of like minor it doesn't really work. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's so good. Uh, I love it so much. Uh, it is on VOD now. Uh, starring uh, Lily Taylor, Lenny James, Jason Schwartzman, some less familiar actors. Uh, a returning face from uh, Computer Chess. It's so, so good. I love it so much. Uh, if we do talk about it. I think it'll be a wonderful conversation, uh, so check it out. Yeah, I feel like Pudalski kind of doesn't miss. I need to rewatch yeah. Computer Chess. I haven't seen but, I mean, any results of the and early stuff. Support the girls. Yeah, I haven't seen yet. What is it like? Um, uh, Funny Haha, Beeswax, Mutual yeah. Appreciation. The like Mutual Appreciation. Right? Before, I watched Funny Haha yeah. earlier this year. Interesting, mm. interesting movie. I mean, that's like that's that mumblecore, right? Because yeah. he he is like uh, the, the. I feel like he is the mumblecore person who is like right. most explicitly rejected the it label right. but he was and also it, like those three with those three movies he was like the poster boy and then he is also the person right. who has like moved on from it most yeah. successfully yeah. other than yeah, Gally, it was, it, 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 right it was very interesting to visit those yeah with the perspective of like i love support the girls like let's check out this early one <laughs> yeah and, like going uh-huh. in with that attitude is interesting uh but sure. i suppose i should say that like, for when by... we have uh, if we have a further maybe discussion. yeah i mean i feel like by beeswax it's like a little like alex karpovsky's in beeswax i think but like i know the early yeah, sure. stuff is like especially i know that first one is like really like uh you know that's why mumblecore is called what it is sure yeah amelia do you have a special presentation do I have a special presentation? I'm going to say my special presentation this week is the Mexican national soccer team's away jersey, which is a very wow. nice looking jersey, and people should look at it. That's all I really have. Great. I, I, I was going to say Badlands, but I mentioned Badlands earlier. So, I mean, look, double mentioned great movie. Look at that one jersey. Um... And mine, uh, if I can do two quick ones, mm-hmm. uh, if you no. Snapchat, there's an avatar filter, Pandora filter. No. That's really funny. <laughs> it's really and... awful. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. And if Cullen keeps posting it's... from it, I'm going to not be friends with him anymore. It's really funny. And then um, 
from Funk Wave Bounces Volume One, the Calvin Harris song "Heat Stroke" uh, has changed my life. It's <laughs> I love it so much. Heat Stroke featuring Young Thug, Pharrell, and Ariana Grande. It's just a bop. Uh, every single part of it is good. It makes me so happy to listen to over and over and over again. I always forget music. We can do music on special presentations. You can do I want to say buddy. the song. The song Top Down by Channel Trace. I changed my thing to that. Listen Anyone to a lot of Channel Trace. Throw out? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I I have a song. Go for it. Happy birthday to you. Yep. Happy I literally to was going to say Andy's favorite song. I'm guessing is Happy Birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> but dear But I didn't want to be me. <laughs> happy birthday to you. It's oh, Colin's I guess birthday this coming week. Out. Yeah, the day after the my day birthday. After, yeah, mm-hmm. Colin's birthday was I didn't even think about that. So send him a happy birthday and tell him that his life Please. is worth living. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> well, you so can cut crazy. that out. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to cut out that my life is worth living. Very no, I mean, you don't want people to hear that you need to be told that. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, follow, him, follow him on Twitter. Follow him on co-host. Follow him on Hive Social. Yeah, follow me on uh, Hive Social. <laughs> Not a real one. Um, I do have <laughs> now. I got a. You are not allowed to plug. It. Um, I mean, it's the same as everything else. So people sure. will figure it out. Um, I'm gonna bleep out what you said, uh, but leave in the other thing. Uh, if speaking of following us places, uh, you can follow us on Twitter or at can i kick it you can follow us on letterbox or instagram at cikipod. pod we have a link tree i put a link tree in our yeah. bio i think if you go to linktree.com slash can i kick it maybe or no it's link dot or uh, is it link dot tree or linked dot re um it is it is it is linkter.ee Okay, perfect. So L I N K R dot E E slash can I kick it has all our links. Yep. But I'll keep saying them uh, for now. Got, I think it has all of them but one. I don't see the TikTok Ooh. there. Oh, I did not put the TikTok <laughs> in there because I uh, didn't know what a TikTok no URL was like. <laughs> 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 All of the above. Um, is, yeah. the, uh, is the TikTok used less frequently than the Instagram? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Maybe maybe not less frequently not, than the Letterboxd, but you're right. definitely there's less a, frequently than the There's a whopping six Instagram posts. Yes. We are, I mean, look, and you can follow us at CIKI Pod. You can follow. Uh, you can send money to us at ko-fi.com slash can i c a n n e s i. We always appreciate that. Maybe we got a listener stories coming up before the end of the year. Who knows? Maybe. And if you want to send us an email, you can do it at can i kick it pod at gmail.com. And our theme song is by Tree Related. It's in Spotify and SoundCloud at Tree Related. I'm on Twitter at Clatchley c l a t c h l e y Andy. Uh, Twitter, Letterboxd, Facebook, Andy T. Germ, A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M. <laughs> Emilio? Uh, Letterboxd, I laugh alone. And uh, Jesse? Yeah, J-C-P-G-L-I-C-K-W-E-B-B-E-R. That's most places, uh, including now 
I did start a substack that I do plan on actually writing things for. Uh, plan That's right. to write things for on a regular basis. Uh, there is a post up as you are listening to this now. There will be one subsequent Wednesdays, assuming I do not get sick of it immediately. Sure. Alright. With that, I will release our audience. Bye-bye. Gobble, gobble, everybody. Bye.